You're listening to the Shots Aside podcast where we talk NBA news and give you all the up-to-date stuff surrounding the association. Uh, In today's podcast, Matt is once again joining me today. Uh, We'll talk about uh, some of the, you know, recent news surrounding All-Star Weekend uh, hosted in Indiana. Um, I know the three-point contest hasn't came out with their contestants yet, but we'll go through the dunk competition. Uh, We'll also go through the starters and reserves for both the East and West. Talk about some of the the two players that are uh, replacing Joel Embiid and Julius Randle in the All-Star game due to injury. Um, And then we will also talk about uh, some of our closing remarks dealing with um, some of the stuff we're going to do in the future. But um, I did want to mention quick some of the injury news surrounding the association. Um, Atlanta, Clint Capella will be out at least until February 12th with a thigh injury. Uh, Charlotte will also miss Mark Williams with a back injury as well as LaMelo Ball with an ankle injury. Zach Levine for the Chicago Bulls. He is shut down for the season due to a foot injury. Pat Williams should return around, I'd say, late February with his foot injury. Dallas has one injury. I believe it's Derek Lively, the second, their rookie, um, out with a nose injury. He should be back in the near future. Uh, Golden State out with GP2, Gary Payton, the second, for another two to three weeks as he tries to nurse up with his hamstring injury. Chris Paul, on the other hand, he's probably out until after All-Star break um, as he tries to get back from his hand injury. Uh, Houston, uh, Fred VanVleet was out yesterday with a thigh injury. I don't believe it's going to be that serious. Tari Eason, on the other hand, he, I'm guessing, will be out until after All-Star break as well. Uh, The Lakers are missing some players. Gabe Vincent, Cam Reddish uh, with a knee and ankle injury for those two. And then... Also, you have Vanderbilt, who's going to be out for three to four weeks with that foot injury as he suffered it in that uh, kind of historic Celtics win um, when they had no LeBron and AD. Uh, Memphis, um, <laughs> I mean, what's there to say about Memphis? They got, I, last time I checked the injury report, there was 13 players injured. Uh, obviously, we know Jaws out for the year with his shoulder injury. Uh, Brandon Clark, Achilles injury, out for a while. Marcus Smart, finger injury. Desmond Bain, ankle injury. Um, and then the rest of the list, I mean, I mean, they, they got to get healthy and, and soon after trading uh, Tillman as well. So, I mean, a lot of injuries for this Memphis squad. Doesn't look like it's going in the right direction for their season. Um, hopefully next year they get everybody healthy. Uh, New York, uh, Julius Randle, shoulder injury out until – Early March to late February, OG Anobi, uh, elbow injury. He will be day-to-day. Mitchell Robinson uh, probably returning at the earliest, probably in April. Um, last bit of news, Philadelphia. Embiid uh, needs knee surgery. He will be out one to two months approximately. Um, could be longer. Not really sure on the timeline of his surgery. I think it was he just had a surgery, so... Uh, hopefully they can get Embiid back and still be a top five seed. That's a lot to ask for, especially when you're talking about, you know, Maxi having to take the reins of this team. Um, Batum and Covington also dealing with hamstring injuries and, and a hamstring injury and a knee injury. So um, some major new injury news, but uh, that'll be it on the injury report for today. And we will get into the pod with Matt dealing with the All-Stars. Welcome back to the Shots Aside podcast. I am Alex here with Matt today. Matt, how you doing today? Doing good. Um, yeah, mix. Starting to get excited for All Star Weekend and uh, the T Wolves. Uh, still doing good. So I mean, life's looking good in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, nothing to complain about. Speaking of the All Star game, though, did you see this new LED court um, for the All Star game? Yeah, I did. I just I just saw it uh, today. It look, it's look looks pretty cool. It looks like it's a uh, kind of like a 
changing court a little bit. Like they can change it to whatever they want. Like if it's a three-point contest, they can add that four-point line in. It looks like because um, they've been doing that. Um, then just for like the skills competition stuff, they can put the arrows in for the directions. I saw that. It looks kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, that'll be nice to have. Yeah, I mean overall, like it looked pretty cool. Um, did you have anything that? Like any details that I might have missed about it that you wanted to tell us about? Yeah, speaking of details, um, just what this court is going to provide for the fans. Um, I mean, so we'll talk about this after this, but uh, they're only going to have it for Friday and Saturday. So that'll be, what, February 16th and 17th, I believe? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Um so just those two games, it won't or or two days, it won't be on at the actual uh, All Star for the All Star game. So that's kind of a bummer, but it includes you know live replays and other video content, real time game stats on the court, which is gonna be super cool to see. You know who's having you know you know awesome stats you know during timeouts or even while they're playing. Um, Location based player tracking animations. Not sure exactly what that's going to be but uh kind of sounds cool um interactive games for fans during timeouts so you know different animations key plays moments that have happened um it's basically just going to be another way for fans you know during timeouts or stoppages to have something else on the court while you know players are resting or during timeouts so uh really cool idea but kind of disappointing that like i was looking forward to seeing how this would look in an actual all-star game and the fact that it's not going to actually show up on the all-star game like that's it's taking away a little bit from the weekend don't you think yeah i mean i think so uh, maybe they're just trying to kind of test it out just to make sure everything's okay um yeah i'm not sure so I guess it wouldn't be made out of wood then, would it? If it's no, so I think it's like an actual strip that it, it might be still wood, but it. I mean, I don't know how you make that work because I, from what I heard, it's like an actual like little strip that's below, um, whatever the surface is that'll actually be the LED portion. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure if they're actually. I don't see why they wouldn't use wood, but I don't know how you make it see through then. Yeah, because uh, I feel like that could maybe be why. It's because like maybe they need to play on wood or something like that. True. Yeah, I, I don't know how the surface would be if they're using like a different surface for um, this new LED court. So, yeah, maybe that's the issue. You know, you, obviously you don't want to have any injuries, and yeah, I mean it's not like you're going to have players playing all out and, you know, oh, yeah. trying super hard. But at certain points, like we've seen in past all-star games, like fourth quarter and when it counts, you do see players trying a little bit. Um, unlike you do in like the skills challenges and three point contests and uh, some of that stuff where you're not seeing a ton of running. It's more of just either, you know, shooting, passing, all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. And it, it's a good point. It might be. And uh, you don't really, do as much of that in like the three-point contest and dunk contest so i mean that that could be why uh who knows right um let's look at the all-star game though uh or just the all-star weekend um indiana is hosting the all-star weekend for the first time since 1985 um i believe the timberwolves we haven't had one since i think i think our only one that we've ever hosted was in 1994, I believe, which I, I believe that was like the year that Shaq was on the Magic. That might have been one of his first two years. Um, I mean, that would have been what? I mean, who would have been on that 1994 Timberwolves team? Do you know? Um, would KG have been on it yet or no? Mm. He might have been really young. Wasn't what year did he get drafted? Was it ninety two? KG. Uh, yeah. I'm not honestly not sure. Off the top of my head. Yeah. No. I. I mean. I. Just looking at the players on here. I mean. 
Christian Leitner was on the team. That was his second year out of Duke. Yeah, I mean, Isaiah Ryder. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, I got I, I have a poster of him. Um, doesn't look like KG was in this. KG might have been 96, I think. That sounds like that's right. Um, it, well, it says, too, that there was no T-Wolves players in the All-Star game even, which is kind of funny. <laughs> well, that makes sense. I, I mean, I think what Isaiah Ryder was probably – I know it was his first year, but um, – yeah, we didn't. I don't even think we had anybody that was close to being an all-star on that. I mean, it was a pretty young team. The oldest player on that team was Mike Brown, who, you know, had eight years of experience. Everybody else was. I mean, I think we had what three rookies on that team that year, and then the rest of the guys were either six years or younger in their NBA experience. So, um, yeah, I mean, I hope we get to see another all-star game in in minnesota that'd be that'd be awesome to go to um as as a minnesota minnesota fan but um you know shout out to indiana for getting their first one in quite a while um if you guys didn't know on the 16th is when the all-star uh weekend will start um that starts off with the celebrity game at 6 p.m central time followed by the rising stars game two games two hours later um, Saturday, the 17th, will include um, on tap, you know, all of your favorite all-star events starting at 7, 7 p.m. Central Time with the Skills Challenge. Then it'll be followed up by the three-point contest. Then we'll have, like, an little inter- intermission with uh, Steph and Sabrina. Um, uh, you know, a little NBA, WNBA kind of matchup for the three-point contest. Uh, and then lastly, dunk competition, which... Um, We've already had some contestants. We'll talk about them later. Um, still waiting to hear for the three-point contest on who's going to be involved with that. Um, and then on Sunday, obviously, we'll have the 73rd All-Star Game on TNT uh, between Team LeBron and and the West. And then you'll have uh, Team Giannis in the East. Um, oh, and then also, you know, the NBA did go back to... I know me and Matt, you, we were talking about this a little bit, but... You know, the NBA did go back to the East and West format. So it's not two captains picking from both sides. It'll be the normal um, East versus West, uh, like we've seen for so many years. But Oh, they um, did. I thought you were telling me they didn't. I know. I had to look back at it and, ch- and check it out and make sure. But, yeah, it, it does look like they're going back to the normal f- format. They just decided to do captains still? Yeah, just captains. Um so that's why, like, when we go through some of these uh, starters and reserves, um, two of these players from one conference, which I'll name them right now, but Joel Embiid and uh, Julius Randle, both in the Eastern Conference, uh, will not play due to injury. So that's why you had to have two two players from the Eastern Conference instead of, you know, picking two players from the combined both conferences like you would have had to do last year. Hmm. Well, um, should we go through the rosters just to say who who's on each team? Yeah, let's uh, let's look at the Eastern Conference um, starters. If you want to do starters, I can do, res- do reserves. Or do you just want to do East, I'll do West. Or yeah, we can do that. So, Eastern Conference, uh, your starting guards are Damian Lillard, his eighth. Um, all-star events Tyrese Halliburton making his second out of Indiana uh, your forwards for uh, the Eastern Conference Jason Tatum Giannis Antetokounmpo and Joel Embiid no surprises there um, and then your reserves in the East third time all-star appearance Bam Adebayo out of uh, Miami Heat um, and then you have three first-time appearance guys uh, in this Eastern Conference with Paulo Bancaro uh, from the Magic, former Rookie of the Year. Um, you got Jalen Brunson, um, first time uh, for the New York Knicks, 12th in the league in scoring, um, and surprisingly only missed two games this season. So um, shout out to Jalen Brunson and also the Knicks for getting in two guys this year. Uh, I mentioned Julius Randle, his third appearance. Um, 
he will be um, replaced by Trey Young, and then Scotty Barnes will replace Joel Embiid um, in that. Uh, and then your last two start or reserves in the East are um, Tyrese Maxey, his first appearance, 12 30-plus games this year for him, number two in player voting in the East. Um, so well-deserved for him. And then you got Donovan Mitchell, who easily could have been a starter as well, uh, his fifth time making an all-star appearance on 28 points um, this year, fifth in the league, four 40-plus games. Um, and the Cavaliers have been awesome lately, um, winning 14 um, of their last 16 games. So um, big credit to Donovan Mitchell there. And, um, yeah, I, I just – the only question I have is, uh, you know, with Trey Young and Scotty Barnes being the subs for Embiid and Randall, um, who do you think is going to replace Joel Embiid in that starting lineup? Like, do you put in Bam Adebayo because he's a center? Do you put in, you know – Jalen Brown. I mean, do you know what the what they do there? Or can they pick, or does it have to be a replacement for whoever they? No, they can. They. I mean, whoever the coach is for that Eastern side, which uh, is it, Missoula? No, it's Doc Rivers. Um, he's been doing. A, is it actually? Yeah, he's been doing a great job all season long. It is Doc Rivers. Are you messing with no, me right it is now? Doc Rivers. Oh, it is because it's whoever had Why like it... the best uh, record at that time. Really? Like the Bucks had the best record at that time. At that time, I think they did. When they picked Weird. him, that just seems a little odd. Since like he just became the coach for the Milwaukee Bucks, and I mean, wasn't wasn't Boston leading that conference the whole time? I'm not sure. Missoula, was Missoula the coach last year, though? He might have been. You can, yeah, you I, th- can maybe I think opt out Boston was. Too, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, Doc's going to be, he'll be a fun coach to have for the All-Star game just because, you know, since he's been gone from the NBA this year, I mean, he's been on a lot of media stuff, the ringer, a um, bunch of stuff with that. So, I mean, and he's a fun character. So, um kind of makes sense but i mean do you think like coaching staff or you know maybe some of the players are like okay let's have this person be the starter over this guy or i don't even know how you make that judgment call yeah i I really don't know either um oh i saw it says uh here's the thing on it it says Although the Boston Celtics clinched their best record in the Eastern Conference, their coach Joe Mazzulla was ineligible to coach in the All-Star Game as league rules prohibit a coach from coaching in consecutive All-Star Games. Gotcha. So they give it to a coach that is only coached, like, what, six games? (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty funny, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Um, I mean, if, if I had to pick... Depends. Like, do you want to go a small ball lineup? I might just even put Donovan Mitchell in there at that three and then just have Tatum and Giannis play the forwards. Just get a bunch of shooting out there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you definitely can't go wrong with that. I mean, honestly, it's not going to really matter much. It's just going to matter kind of down the stretch on your lineups and who you like if you want to actually win, which players should because you do get a, a nice little bonus there. I feel like they'll probably go with Bam. That's probably what I would do, just to start the first half, um, and then you can kind of figure it out. But honestly, not a big deal. But big congrats out to uh, you know Paolo, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey on their first appearances. Um, pretty cool to see some. I mean, usually you don't see that many guys from the same conference making it for the first time. So. Yeah. Um, Huge credit to those guys, but if uh, you want to go through the West. Yeah, so then going with the West, obviously the captain and also starter is LeBron. Um, who This is his 20th selection. Um, I think that might either be the That's record either. or tie a record. I think it, it is the record. It is the record. I think it just passed it, though, right? 
Yeah, or it's it's gonna be the record. I, I'm knocking on wood because we still have you know another week left until yeah. You know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, knocking on wood, nothing happens where LeBron has to miss it. But, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, still, just uh, shows his longevity. Twenty All Star selections, pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I mean. I haven't even worked for the same place for longer than five years, so <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I remember, I don't know if they still do it or not, but they used to like put the stars for each one on, and his just got to have stars everywhere on it, <laughs> like on their oh, yeah. jackets. <laughs> yeah, what was that? Was it like the 20, it was like 2016 or 2017 where they, like the blue and uh, white and red and white ones where they had like a bunch of stars for every time? Yeah. I don't know if they do it anymore, but that would be crazy. Like if you get, imagine he gets up to like 25 or something like that, but that, I mean, probably won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but um, for the rest of the starters, they got uh, Luca, who it's his fifth time. He's one of the guards. The other guard is Shea, SGA from the Thunder. It's his second time in the All-Star game. Um, and then another longtime all-star, Kevin Durant, is the other forward with 14, his 14 selection. And then uh, the big chungus, Jokic himself, with his sixth all-star appearance. Um, that'll round out the, the starting five. I think that's a pretty formidable starting five, if you ask me. Yeah, first time for Shea starting. For the West, too, yeah. over uh, Steph Curry, which you'll talk about him a little later. But kind of, I don't know if it's surprising, but I mean, I could definitely see fans probably wanting to see Steph more than Shea, but Shea definitely deserves that starting spot. Yeah, I mean, I I think it kind of just like is what it is. Like, uh, Shea's having a really good year. I mean, I don't think there's any argument that Curry's having a better year even, so... Kind of makes sense. Um, so just going over the reserve, speaking of Curry, Curry's obviously in it. It's his 10th time making the All-Star game. Um, his first time being a reserve since 2016, so quite a while. Um, wow. And then also another Phoenix son in it is uh, Devin Booker, who will be his fourth time in the game. Um just had a 62-point game against Indiana recently, too. Yep. Yeah. Not quite as much as Lucas 73, but still still acceptable. <laughs> no. No. Um, and then going with uh, another uh, long-time vet, uh, Paul George. This is his ninth time um, from the Clippers. And then... Anthony Edwards, our boy from Minnesota, is uh, it's his second time in the All-Star, so good to see him back there. Um, oh, yeah. Then another T-Wolves, Carl Anthony Towns is back again. It's his fourth time. Um, and then another 62-point another game from another guy in there. Yeah, 64-point game and a nice loss. That's right. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then I uh, got another Clipper. So we got a lot of duos in here. We got uh, Kawhi from the Clippers. Uh, it's his sixth time in it. I think, I don't think last year, but maybe the year before he won the MVP. So we got a All-Star Game MVP back. Um, and then rounding it out with uh, the last player is Anthony Davis, another duo in it. Um, it's his ninth All-Star appearance. So, yeah, I mean... Oh, and then finishing off with our boy Chris Finch is the head coach of the, yeah, the Western All Star. <laughs> Almost forgot him for a second, but you know, can't can't, can't forget Finch. Yeah, there. can't forget him. Um, I think that that was pretty cool that he got that. Uh, I know the players were pretty happy for him. They gave him a little little water shower in the, the locker room after they found out he made it. So. That's pretty cool. I mean, there's, I mean, the whole coaching staff will be there. Crunch will be there. The mascot, um, Matt, you just sat next to Crunch this our last Timberwolves game too. Didn't didn't he come back by and sit by you? Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. Crunch came over, uh, tried to play a joke on the people in front of us, tapped him on the shoulder <laughs> too. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think they're pretty good. I've all, I I thought our like uh, you know like 
pre-game, like during the show, like or during the game, they do like little tidbits. Like uh, they did the the magic trick with the magic fan the other day game where they pied him in the face. That was, yep, that was pretty funny. Yep. But yeah, I think they'll do a good job at the game. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna all be planned out too. So like, I mean, obviously, but yeah, um, it's just gonna be kind of cool to see, you know. All of uh, all of our Minnesota boys there. So um, next stage is uh, getting that uh, All Star game at Target Center. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think all these guys deserve to be on the All Star team. But Matt, if we had to be picky, if we had to look at some of the things that maybe we could see going uh, differently from other fans or even players or even in the media, but uh, who are the snubs? Um, Let's start with the Eastern Conference right now, but do you see anybody in the East that maybe got snubbed? I mean, you could have said Trey Young, but he's he's going to make it, right? Yeah, I mean... Could have said Scotty Barnes, but he's making it. You can maybe say, like, DeRozan. Um, he's had yep. a pretty decent year. Um, trying to think Jimmy of, Butler? Yeah, Jimmy Butler. I feel like he hasn't played a ton of games, though. Um, yeah, he's he's missed quite a few. So, I mean, that's probably why Bam made it in over him. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, the biggest ones that would have been snubs just made it. So that, that was uh, pretty fortunate. Because that Trey was a pretty big snub, I thought. Yeah. Um, I think you probably could have gotten... <laughs> it's weird to say, but I know there's already two Boston guys in here with Jalen Brown and jason tatum but you probably could have gotten like porzingis and drew holiday or Derek white as well with how good of a season they're having but um i, I kind of get why they didn't have the entire boston celtics roster on there yeah i mean you definitely probably could put like porzingis or white in i, I don't know about drew uh, he's been having a good year but not quite yeah. as good as those other two right um but yeah right it makes sense to kind of get more uh, people in from other teams because it's good for drawing fan bases in. Yeah, I know for media and player rank, I know Mikel Bridges was was top 10. He was 7th in player rank and 8th in media rank, but in the fan vote only got 11th. So um, another guy that you know has been a little bit underwhelming this year, but um, definitely that all-star type of guy. Um, if we look at last year's stuff, but yeah, I mean, um, it turns out the I Nets the East... have no fans, so uh, <laughs> that was <True>. tough. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, in the Eastern Conference, I think they did a better job in the Western Conference. Um, West, I mean, there's a handful of guys that you could say kind of got snubbed. I mean, Sangoon, um, I know Wimby was a big fan and player vote. Um, Sabonis, uh, another guy, De'Aaron Fox, zero Kings guys made it. Um, kind of surprising there. Yeah, no Harden. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, you could have gone a lot of different ways. I mean, you could even argue like the starting lineup too that uh, the wrong Lakers, the one starting. But um, true. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> I mean. You could make a case for sure. Yeah. AD's probably having the better year, but obviously LeBron is the household name. Um, but yeah, I mean, kind of, it, it's just tough like to get everybody into the game. Like the the Wolves are the one seed, um, so it, it makes sense that they'd put two of them in there. Um, Was Towns the right pick though? I mean, I mean, he's still having Towns a pretty good the year. Most... No, he is. Rudy Gobert is as well, but do you think Cats, uh, I mean, he's not that popular when it comes to the fan voting. Um, players and media think a little bit differently, but I mean, that, I could see, I mean, I could see Sabonis or 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 Wimbenyama getting voted in over Cat for sure, but yeah, you can, t it's definitely because the T-Wolves were the number one seed, still are technically tied at that number one spot. Um, and that's probably why they got two in. Just like, a what, we had four teams in the Western Conference have two players make it in? 
from a team? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because you have the Lakers with AD LeBron. You got the T-Wolves, who we just mentioned, with Cat and Ant. You got the Suns with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. And then the Clippers. Um, Kawhi and Paul George with the Clippers. Yeah. Um, and we, we could have seen another one, too, if, if Kyrie would have made it, too, with, uh, with Dallas. But, um, yeah, I mean... I'm not, I don't get too upheld on on who makes it unless it's super egregious. Like, you know, if if we if you know, Cat made it and Ant didn't make it, if, if something like that happened, then it's then it would be more egregious. But like, honestly, I think they got it pretty pretty good all around. Yeah, I mean, I, you honestly probably even could have made an argument that Rudy could have made it over Cat. Like, Rudy's been having a really good year. Yeah, that's what I was saying, um, for, especially from a defensive perspective. But, I mean, when it comes to the All-Star game, do you really want to be watching defense or do you want to be seeing, you know, Cat throwing up 10 threes? Yeah, I think, honestly, that, that was part of it for Sabonis, too, is because Sabonis has been in in the past and just been very boring to watch. Kind of mid-boring. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean he's not a good player, just like – same with like Jokic, no. like his game doesn't really translate to the All Star game, but he's the MVP candidate. So, yeah, that I mean that's that's a little different. I mean, I mean, not really though. It's pretty similar. I mean, you 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 want the All Star game to be entertaining, but at the same time, you want the players that deserve it to be in because you do get bonuses, you do get. Um, certain things in your contracts that uh, make you earn a little bit more money. So it's definitely definitely worth it to make it. But, yeah, I, I think think all in all, though, it's going to be – I like them – do you like them, them moving it back to the original format, East versus West, versus doing the whole captains thing on TNT? Yeah, I mean, I kind of like that. I think uh, uh, just like the, the drafting wasn't really that great just because – um, I mean, the teams were rat ended up being pretty lopsided because LeBron was picking players that are actually the good players, and Giannis out there picking like buddies and like Bucks players every time. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think because I think didn't LeBron go like five and zero or four and zero in that or something like that? Yeah, he's on. I don't know if he was three and zero or four and zero, but he was. Uh, I know he was undefeated, but which is a little bit different from what he tries to do on the Lakers, which is. <laughs> You know, you know. I think the GM is a little bit better in All Star games than he is on his actual teams. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and I think too there there's a lot of spread out talent throughout this league now too. So like right. East and West, like I, there's a lot of talent on both sides. So it should be a pretty good game. Yeah. Which team? You, which team you taking in this one? Um. I'll be honest, I'm taking West. I mean, it, I might have maybe changed my mind if Embiid was playing, but the West just has right. a ton of size. Um, and then no Randall, too. That's even less size. Um, <laughs> Honestly, they have better size and shooting. I mean, you you look at the shooting on their team, too. They got Luka. They got Steph. They got Devin Booker. I mean, Paul George. Kevin Durant. Towns. I mean towns and then i mean the only thing i could see differently like is if like the east gets out to a quick start and like Giannis and dame are like dominating um yeah maybe one of the newbies is going off like a jalen brunson who's been playing well or maxi's playing with speed and pace um there's a lot of things that could happen in this game but if you're looking on paper who is a better talent i'd say west yeah, I would say West. I mean, they they definitely have a ton of shooting too on the on the East with Lillard, Tatum, Maxi, Bronson, Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young. Like, there's a lot of shooting too. But yeah, um, I think it when it comes down to it, like when because they do kind of try like the last like four or five minutes of the game. I think uh, the West has a lot of good defenders too. Right. Yeah, I mean. And we'll see, like, you, I mean, you see every year with some of these players that don't exactly come to play, like Luca. Luca's not, he, I mean, he's never been a big 
all-star guys. So, um, and even like, I don't even think Jokic has really had like a premier all-star game. So like, um, even on paper, if you think something's like, we think the West is better than the East, like the East might try harder than the West in, in this game and, and sneak one out. But, um, yeah, I, I think it'll come down to the wire though. I think it'll be a close one. Yeah, I think it'll be close. It, it seems like they always are for the most part. Right. Um, but before the All-Star game on Sunday, we will have, you know, like I said, the Rising Stars Challenge, um, dunk contests, three-point contests. Um, I believe the Rising Stars teams have came out. Um, have you gotten a look at them yet? Yeah, I got them in front of me. You should... We go over it. Each okay. One or? Yeah, I'll. I mean, I can start with Team Powell, but he's got uh, Kalabali from the Washington Wizards, Jaime Jaquez from Miami, Brandon Miller, Pozemski from the Warriors, Jabari Smith uh, Jr. from Houston, Kasan Wallace, and then Victor Wembanyama. I think that's a team. Um, if it's not the best team out there, it's. I think that could be a. a a championship rising stars team. Um, if you want to go through team Tamika's team. Yeah. Or I was going to do team Jalen. No, oh, you can do that as well. That was first, but uh, yeah. So Jalen Rose, obviously um, good player, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> back yeah. in the day, uh, I'd agree. <laughs> yeah. Chet, their, their team is uh, my boy Chet. Um, locking it down. They got Derek Lively from the Mavs. Uh, then they actually have a decent amount more sophomores than the other team. They got J-Dub from the, the Thunder, Matherin from the Pacers, Shaden Sharp from the Blazers, who I wonder if they're doing an injury replacement for him because he's getting they surgery. Um, also Lively, too, if, he, if Lively doesn't yeah, play. I I think Live will play. He just broke his nose. Uh, so ma- oh, maybe, yeah, nothing big. Yeah, maybe we'll just get, like, a Batman Lively. Yeah. Um, and then That'd be cool. Then Jordan Hawkins, a pretty nice player for the Pelicans, and uh, Walker Kessler for the Jazz. So, I mean, a lot of size on that team. Right. Yeah, Jordan Hawkins, one of my favorite uh, rookies coming into the draft this year. Um I think that's a solid team with like Chet and Jay Will. They got that connection. You know, Shaden Sharp and Matherin are great, you know, scorers. And then you got a little bit of size there. Um, I think on paper, they're probably. I mean, it's going to be tough because like the, the three teams that have the rookies and sophomores, I think, will do better than the. Uh, G League teams, but for the G League team with uh, oh yeah, Team Detlef. I don't. I honestly don't know any of them besides Mac McClung. You don't know any of them? I think that's oh Oscar Oscar Tshibwe. I know him. Um. Yeah, they also got uh, Matas Buzelis, who's a. Big time prospect and Ron Holland, who is also another big time prospect for the Ignite. Oh yeah, um, they're, yep. they're probably going to be both top ten picks this next year. So, um, they definitely got a decent team, but obviously, like the G League is a little different than the NBA. There's a reason why uh, some of these other guys are in the G League. Not not the Ignite players. The Ignite players couldn't be in the NBA, but uh, like McClung and Shiboy and Alondis Williams. Okay. Yeah. And then you got Team Tamika with, uh, I mean, this, I mean, all these teams are pretty solid, but uh, Paolo Bancaro, we just talked about it. I don't know if, do All-Stars, like, is he going to do this even though he's going to be on the All-Star team as well? And then. I think um, so. So he is doing both. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Paolo, and then you'll have Dyson Daniels on that team, Jalen Duran. Uh, Keontae George, another one of my favorite rookies uh, for from this year's class. Um, Scoot Henderson, Jaden Ivey, and then Keegan Murray. But honestly, I think all all three, four of these teams are pretty pretty evenly uh, done out. Which one is uh, your favorite? Um, 
I'd probably have to say, I don't know, it's, this, it's kind of tough because uh, it's tough to bet against Wemby, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah. I, Little Brandon Miller, Victor Wimbanyama, it's pick and roll. Yeah, and I do, I do kind of like Team Jalen, though, just because I feel like J-Dub and Chet already playing together, like, that's pretty good combo. Um, right. And also if Hawkins or Matherin get hot because they're kind of heater-type players. Um, I don't know. It could be interesting. Brandon Miller's also a stud, though. For uh, He's really been coming on lately. Um, right. I mean, what he's had, uh, I want to say his last five games, he's had over 26 points per game. So... That's uh, definitely, right. he's definitely coming on uh, recently. It looks like uh, Team Paul plays Team Tamika first, so that that'll be a pretty good game. Ooh. And then the winner plays yeah, Team Jalen nice. uh, and Team yeah, Basically, yeah, well, basically, basically Team Jalen. Play Team Jalen. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you never know how hard some of these teams are going to try. But um, like last year, who was it? Uh, Alvarado was like the MVP of it. Oh, was he? Of the rising? Yeah. So, like, I mean, sometimes you see some of the players that are, haven't really popped off yet um, kind of go off, just like Mac McClung did uh, in the dunk competition, which we finally know, at least I believe we know all the dunk contest oh, uh, just before, contestants. Before we move on, though, oh, yeah. uh, Team Powell actually won it last year, too. So, Yeah, I'm I, I think Team Powell is going to win it this year as well. So, and it, on that team last year was Alvarado, Bencaro, Barnes, Ivy, Matherin, Keegan Murray, and Namehart. Damn, that's a pretty good team. Yeah, I mean they they could run into a little bit of issues with ball handling and stuff because Kassan Wallace and Pozemski are really their two main guards, which. Both those guys haven't really had the ball a ton in their hands this year. Maybe Pozemski a little bit more than Kassan Wallace, but maybe that's an issue they run into. But I think they're, I think they're the team favorite. Yeah, definitely. But um, like I was saying, dunk contest contestants, um, I believe, have been announced. At least I saw in uh, X and on NBA.com. Um, I believe it's going to be defending champ Mac McClung, obviously trying to retain his belt. Uh, you got Jalen Brown in there, which it's been a while since we've had like an actual, you know, all-star star type of player actually be in the dunk competition. So exciting to see him in there. And then Matt, one of your guys who I, I think you told me this last week or at one of the Wolves games and you were like, Dude, Jaime Hawkes, have you seen his clips in high school when he won his dunk competition? I was like, what? Dude, no way. Like, he, he doesn't seem like he's the, like, choice to be in a dunk competition. And even when I watched him at UCLA when he played in college, like, I didn't really see the athleticism he has. But we're going to see it in this dunk competition. And uh, I think he's got a real good chance with uh, Jalen Brown and Mac McClung. And then also uh, the last guy is Jacob Toppin, who is the brother of Pacers forward Obi Toppin, who also competed in the dunk competition, I believe two years ago. So um, it's going to be, I mean, I feel like the, the dunk competition is finally back. And, you know, Mac kind of came and brought it back last year. We now have an all star who's going to join it. And then, you know, Matt's probably odds on favorite to win it in uh, Jaime Hawkins. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if Hawkins will win it, but I think he's got some he got some pretty cool cool dunks. Um I feel like the favorite would probably be uh McClung to win it again just because he's got some crazy bounce. Um but I, I haven't really seen like Brown like it, I've seen Brown in game dunk. I guess I just don't know how much of a dunk contest guy it'll be or not. Uh he's definitely got ups though, but I feel like you never know, though, until like, cause like, there's a lot of players in the league that have sneaky athleticism, and then ones that have like great athleticism that aren't good at you know dunk competition stuff. They're just better in-game dunkers. So, you know, you honestly you never know until like some of those first two dunks in the contest. So, um, 
I, I think it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, I mean, and even Jacob Toppin. I mean, Obi won it two years ago, so, I mean, maybe he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I guess it's tough to know when he's in the G League and you don't see him play, but... Um, still be it'd still be crazy to be have the first two brothers uh to ever win uh dunk competitions yeah that would be that pretty, would cool. pretty cool um then i think uh they're actually i don't know if it's official yet but they have some guys on you for the three-point contest um if you want me to read them off yeah go go for it what? i mean i think i heard i heard kd talk a little bit of trash to steph about it but um so i Maybe there's some noise that Katie might be in it. I don't know, but I'll let you go through it. Yeah, I'm not sure where they pulled this from. I'm just on the the wiki All Star page, so and they have it on here. So uh, hmm. as of right now, they got Hal Burton on here, Dame Dalla, Malik Beasley, uh, Jalen Brunson, Laurie Markkinen, Tyrese Maxey, and Donovan Mitchell on here right now. Okay. Yeah, a lot of shooters in that group. Yeah, de- any uh, any lefties? Um, Jalen Brunson, I think is the only lefty. It, Brunson's a lefty. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I read something about how there's never been a lefty to win the three point competition. So, um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think Brunson really cares. I think he's just happy to be invited to the all the All Star game in general. So. Um, but it looks like there's a lot of shooters in that, in that group that you just named. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of feel like a Bucks I don't know why there wouldn't be either Lillard or Beasley. Right. I don't know. I'm not putting my money on Malik Beasley though. I don't know. He's been pretty hot this year from three though. Yeah, it just depends. Like if he's hitting, he. I feel like he's got to be on a hot streak. Otherwise, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a tough outing for him. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely a different type of shooting too. I, I I'm pretty sure Lillard will do good though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, didn't he win it last year in Salt Lake? Oh, did he win it last? Year? He's defending it then. Yeah, when he wore the uh, Weber State. Oh jersey. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, I could see Dame winning again. I'm surprised. Did Did you mention Steph in there or no? No, I, I. Or is he just doing the one well, against? I th- yeah, uh, I think he's just doing the one against Sabrina. Separate. I mean, when yeah. you're that good of a shooter, you can't even be in the competition anymore. <laughs> I think they should do that, and then whoever the winner of the three-point contest has to beat Steph. <laughs> that w- that actually would be pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, I mean. Anything else you wanted to talk about before we get into some closing remarks? Uh, they have like on here like the skills challenge too, but right now they only have team pacers, which is Tyrese Halbert right. and Miles Turner and Matherin. So Yeah, I saw that too. Um, I don't know. It seems like they always – they usually do like the team pa- – whoever's hosting it does their team – and then it's usually like a an older generational team, and I don't know, they kind of or spread it out a little another bit. Another team on to, to Kumpo for like the fifth time, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, it, that's probably my least favorite of the events of the weekend. But yeah, um, yeah it, sh- it should be a good time, and uh, you know, gives gives the NBA players a little bit of break too. So that, I mean, I'm sure they're going to really enjoy that, especially for. Uh, you know, not for the Timberwolves necessarily, but some of these other teams that, you know, like Sacramento, who doesn't have any all-stars in it, you know, it's a nice little break for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and some teams can definitely use it. I mean, the T-Wolves could use it, but at least Rudy will get some time to relax. Yeah, and he's, I mean, he's been nursing a little bit of an injury lately, so. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be the worst thing for him to get a little bit of rest. Get ready for that second second half of the season, winning that championship. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But um, yeah, so I mean, we'll have um, some stuff coming out here soon. Obviously, we'll do a trade deadline special on Friday after all the trades have kind of gone through and kind of cleared the smoke. Um, 
Also, not this Friday, but the next Friday, uh, we'll be doing uh, Coach Carter, uh, Friday Films. Um, already got my notes done for that. I think, Matt, you might be on it. We might have a, my buddy Will join us as well. So um, that should be a good listen. Um, probably a longer podcast than most, but um, very entertaining. So I hope you guys uh, enjoy that one. Um, I'll also have some other stuff coming up, like, uh, we'll probably talk about in some upcoming podcasts, just power ranking stuff. Um, you know, maybe doing some early award predictions, you know, predicting the NBA championship uh, finals. Um, maybe some, you know, way too early 2024 mock draft before uh, March Madness. Um, I know Matt's a huge, huge college basketball guy, so um <laughs> Maybe get some of his input on some of these uh, rookies coming into next year's draft. Or I should say this year's draft, but after the season. Um, and then I'm going to have some YouTube stuff coming out. I'll probably do like a stats deep dive on either, you know, a singular player or on a, 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 an actual team. But um, hoping to get some YouTube stuff out here soon. Um, but that should be it for this podcast. Um, appreciate you guys for sticking through. Uh, thank you to Matt for joining me today. Um, can't wait for the All-Star game. And most importantly, can't wait for uh, Thursday because the trade deadline is coming. And uh, we're going to see a lot of these teams shake up here soon. Peace. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to come in and give some input on that. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought you were just saying my ass remarks. <laughs> no, I- <laughs> I mean, that, that's all good. I, I totally thought you were going to come in and be like, yeah, I'm, dude, I'm excited for it, too. Uh, <laughs> You're just like, peace. <laughs> uh, I'll give you my remarks on the, the trade show. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs>